Hello, this is Denise O'Connor with Pearls on Tuesday, where we aim to create and celebrate the beauty of ordinary moments in extraordinary ways. Today's offering is entitled Maybelline's Gotcha Day, Our Green-Eyed Girl. I am an animal lover. I am one of those annoying people who asks if I can pet your dog and maybe even take a picture. When I see a dog that checks off all of my cute boxes, I am absolutely beside myself to the point of being giddy. Perhaps this is why I own a hat that says, hold my drink, I gotta pet that dog. The weird thing is, even though my husband and I were raised in homes with dogs, we have never owned one ourselves. There are several reasons for this. First, we live on a busy suburban street, and while we have a fenced-in yard, an escape could be a fatality. Second, with both of us working outside of the home and with two busy children, we felt that a dog would be alone too often. Our weekends were spent traveling with soccer and at horse shows. We did own a lovely horse who became a member of our family, but she was boarded on a local farm, so her needs were met when we weren't there. We did want our children to experience the joys of pet ownership, however, so we tried a myriad of fixes, including but not limited to gerbils, birds, and fish. Most died within a few years or months and days, and while enjoyable, they just didn't fill our cuddle need. When the kids were seven and five, my husband had a job which required him to travel quite a bit. I knew that being a dog mom was out for the reasons mentioned above, but how about a cat? With hubs out of town and our son at a sleepover, my daughter and I headed off to the local pet store. They had just received a litter of kittens who were surrendered somewhere in town, and we found them napping in a heap inside a plexiglass enclosure. We held a few really cute orange striped and black kittens, and then we saw a little blue-gray furball on the bottom of the pile. I pulled him out, and we were instantly smitten. We paid $29.95 for him and a litter box, a couple of toys, and a bag of food. We brought him home and named him Blue Boy. Blue, after being told by the pet store worker that his coloring was called blue, a combination of black and gray. Boy, after John Boy from the Waltons, a 1970s and early 80s TV program that my grandmother and I watched religiously. On the night that my husband returned home, we had Blue Boy inside the laundry room behind a shut door. 
We slowly broke the news to our jet-lagged daddy, and while he didn't seem thrilled, he did smile a little and took him in his arms. There was no denying this little kitty was a heartbreaker. When he looked up at you with those bright blue eyes, you just melted. Spoiler alert. His eyes changed color, and so did his personality. Blue Boy grew up alongside our children and put up with all the things a household pet must endure. These things range from being dressed in doll clothes to being strapped into a baby carriage to being sprayed with brother's Dallas Cowboy cologne, followed by a few spritzes of sweet-smelling girl perfume. Obviously, this was followed by his first bath, which he hated. When I say that Blue Boy grew up, I mean that in every sense of the word. He topped off at over 30 pounds at one point. We did not overfeed him. In fact, we limited his food intake. Blue Boy was just a big boy. He developed a grumpy personality, and while we thought he was absolutely irresistible, most people felt he was just plain mean. He kind of was. Going to the vet was quite the ordeal. We had to call ahead and enter through the back door so as not to upset the other animals. The sounds he made as we entered were like nothing I have ever heard somewhere between a growl and a loud moan. At one point, the vet and his assistants had to wear leather gloves for obvious reasons. All in all, Blue Boy was a good sport in that he put up with me dressing him for every holiday so that I could get a picture and which our children shared on MySpace, the predecessor to Facebook. He ended up having his own page with lots of followers, which was too funny. Blue Boy lived with us longer than both of our children, 21 years to be exact. At the time, he was the oldest pet seen by our vet. He slipped away peacefully in my arms on November 12th, 2018, at the age of 21. My husband and I were inconsolable for a while and thought our cat parent days were over. Fast forward five years. We are empty nesters and have been for quite some time. I am now retired but stay busy with a plethora of activities. We spend most weekends on the outer banks of North Carolina, so dog ownership was still iffy at best. I began giving some thought to another cat. The cat lifestyle seems to be a good fit for us and allows us to mostly come and go as we please. Hubs agreed that I could begin looking, kind of a we'll see commitment. Because we were in the midst of the first wave of COVID, I had to make an appointment to visit shelters. We knew we did not want a kitten and liked the idea of giving an adult shelter pet 
a forever home. Of course, we always have silent expectations, and I was no exception. Blue Boy had been such a unique cat, I just didn't think I could settle for anything but extraordinary. I saw a photo of a big gray adult male on a shelter's webpage and set off to meet this guy. Without admitting it, I guess I was thinking or hoping that he would remind me of Blue Boy and bring back all of those wonderful years and memories. Let's just say I left in tears. I'm sure the young girl working at the shelter thought I was an absolute crackpot. The cat I came to see ended up being feral. The webpage did not specify this. I couldn't even touch him. Poor thing shrunk to the back of his cage and bared his teeth. He was scared to death and so was I. When I realized that this would not be my next fur buddy, I pulled a picture of Blue Boy from my pocket and began to relay the entire story of his life to this girl who was most likely a volunteer. She tried to introduce me to several other cats, but I was no longer interested. They were each just ordinary. At home, my husband tried to be supportive, but also suggested that I not try to find another blue boy. He rightly knew that I needed to open my mind and my heart. As usual, he was right. A few days later, I stumbled upon a website called Hope for Life. I liked what I read. No cages, good vet care, compassionate workers, playful settings. I made an appointment to visit, still a bit apprehensive after my previous disappointment. The facility was adorable, and I was immediately taken to the adult cat room. This room was home for about 12 cats who were busy playing with toys, nibbling food, laying in hammocks, sitting in a window seat, sunning themselves, and climbing on towers. I sat on the floor with a worker who began to tell me about various cats. A solid white one was deaf and meowing very loudly at me and the other residents. A solid black cat was still a bit unfriendly, but making progress. A couple of orange cats were surrendered together and they would like to keep them together if possible. I listened intently. But inside, I was saying, none of these cats are for me. All of a sudden, I felt a gentle nudge under my elbow. And as I glanced down, a small tabby cat climbed into my lap. The worker's eyes widened and she whispered, oh my God. I froze because I assumed that this cat was aggressive in some way and I was about to be attacked. I lifted my arms above my head so that she could remove the cat from my lap and avoid me getting my eyes scratched out. But then she said, this is Grace. 
she has been here the longest because whenever someone comes in to look at the cats, she goes off and hides. She has never done this before. Do you mind if I take a picture? I want to show the owner when she comes in. She just won't believe it. The worker took a picture of Grace in my lap with a Polaroid, and as I watched it develop, I saw her face for the first time. Grace, who was a very petite cat, had huge bright green eyes and the most beautiful markings alongside them. It looked like the most perfect application of eyeliner I have ever seen. Other than that, Grace was a regular old mackerel tabby cat. As my grandmother would have said, a dime a dozen. Yet, somehow I felt an immediate connection to her. And as we continued to talk about the other cats in the room, the strings surrounding my heart began to loosen. At home that Friday evening, I shared my visit with Hubs. He felt it was promising, but suggested that we use the weekend to think it over. The next morning, I woke up knowing that I wanted to go get my girl. I could barely think of anything else. Hope for Life had Saturday hours, so I called and we went. The lobby was a busy place that morning with families in masks, couples and individuals picking up puppies, older dogs, kittens and grown cats. One lady was even there to give the deaf white cat a forever home. It took a while for them to get to us, but the sweet girl I had met the day before walked up smiling and said, you're here to get Grace. I knew you would be back. She took the cat carrier I had brought along into the room and came out with Grace inside and paperwork to sign. It wasn't until we were in the car that my husband got to meet his new daughter. Believe me, it was love at first sight on both ends. We decided to name her Maybelline. After all, anyone with eye makeup as perfect as hers deserves such a name. You know, maybe she's born with it. Her full name is Maybelline Grace. Daddy first tried to call her Mabel, but that didn't stick. Maybelline Grace it is. March 30th, 2022 is her first gotcha day. This little stray found on the streets of Hopewell, Virginia in the cold of January has brought more joy into our home than I can relay in words. She is still petite, weighing all of seven and a half pounds, but she is whiskey in a teacup. She loves to play, is voraciously curious, cuddly, is extremely smart, and loves her people big. She travels well, entertains herself, as long as Daddy isn't home, and is gorgeous. She allows Mommy to dress her in handmade collars and other accessories without complaint. 
She is still shy when visitors come into the house, but warms up about the time they're ready to leave. My husband says that she was waiting for me. And when her mama walked into that room, she made a break for it. He frequently reminds me that she picked you. I have no idea why she picked me, but I'm so grateful that she did. Shame on me for initially subconsciously shunning all common cats for something more exotic. Our little tabby is very, very special. There is nothing ordinary about her, at least in our eyes. So that is the story of how Maybelline Grace came to pick us as her forever family and how we opened our hearts to a new pet after a heartbreaking loss and how we can't imagine our lives without this little tabby cat. Please consider supporting your local shelters and opening your home and your heart to a homeless pet if you are able and ready. Take good care of you and yours.